I called into your show, claiming to be the actor Michael Keaton. Completely false. Completely false. Not actually Michael Keaton. I'm a data consultant. people out there welcome to a very special episode of christy doesn't know movies the podcast how you doing this is working wonders for my hangover thank you oh you're welcome uh let me just stop that then all i wanted was to wake up the air horns right in my ear oh directly through my headphones i figured it'd get you going Get some, yeah, get some of that right. big time energy going. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of emotions so swirling around. I can tell you that. I'm pretty fucking happy right now because I came across a news broadcast that is going to change the future of this show for the better. Oh, I mean, okay. it's it's kind of depressing, but I think. It benefits us in the long run. Like, like, are you gonna tell me what it is, or are you just gonna hype um, it up? I I saved the audio clip, so I'll just play it for you. Are you ready for that? Uh, all right. Yeah. Breaking news out of Canada: a prolific internet troll and professional data consultant named Ken Rogers was found dead in his apartment after allegedly choking on an extra dry saltine cracker. He was linked to the online harassment of chart-topping movie podcast, Christie Doesn't Know Movies, in which he forged the co-host's signatures in a contract deal with mysterious overseas company, Johansson Multicom. His next of kin could not be reached for comment. It looks like we've retained... Did you kill him? No, I didn't kill him. Is, is that why you, were, you weren't there? No. Like... Uh, that the one that's day? that's I was going to meet with them to try to get the show back, but in a twist of fate, Ken has been found dead in his apartment after choking on a tr- cracker. Good. So we Still think you did it. We have reclaimed our show one hundred percent. Johansson ain't got shit on us. We're back, baby. Uh, all right, it's time for some movies. You ready for a movie? Yeah. What do you think 1966's The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is about? All right. Um, I believe it's a western. Uh-huh. I want to say John Wayne right. is in it. It was filmed similarly to The Parent Trap. Oh, okay. Um, where, so John Wayne plays the good, the bad, and the ugly, but there's like three of him. 
so it's like only only one of them is real. It's like a psychological thriller western. <laughs> All right. Uh, so like one of them's good, one of them's the bad, one of them's the ugly, and like it's those are the three John Waynes, and so like the viewer is constantly in a state of like which one is the real one because only one of them is real, and the other two are like the voices in his head. And they've just become like the physical manifestations. Oh, I see. Um, they're not even physical manifestations. They're just like what he sees. And so like he'll interact with other people. And it's also like, but who, which one is the actual one who's interacting? And which ones are the voices in his head? Okay. Um, so like, is the real John Wayne the good one, the bad one, or the ugly one? And like, what are the two voices that he just hears in his head? And, um, I mean, not to give any spoilers because I mean, the movie has been out for forever. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure at the end, it turns out that only one of them is in his head and the other one is his evil twin. <laughs> okay. Um, how, how did they? How yeah. did they do this? Like, how did they shoot it? It's 1966. How do they make two John Waynes or three even? So they did like an old cinema trick. So basically, they filmed it all like they filmed in the same spot, and like the camera is kind of boring because the cameras probably can't move in order to get this illusion done uh-huh. correctly so they just film the same thing like three times and they had to cut the film and like stick it together so they had three things of film and then they cut them into like the three strips hey. so that they could glue it all together and then you'd see it would make like just one picture. Ready? Yeah. Ready for another movie? It was, Sorry. Uh, I just want to say kudos to whoever directed it for like having a fantastic. Um, that that it was ambitious for the time, and they pulled it off because people like it, I guess, and it's probably a classic. Pretty high accolade coming from you. Yeah. All right, ready I mean, for another I'll, one. I'll oh give my them god. That it was impressive. Can I say something? <laughs> Go for it. Are you ready for another movie? Yes. What do you think 1976's Rocky is about? Uh, Sylvester Stallone is in it. Wow. Not one audible word out of him the entire movie except <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> um I'm pretty sure I've walked in on my dad watching this movie a few times. Okay. So, uh, I kind of know the gist. So, Rocky is the name of the main character. Wow. I don't know if he started as a fight. He's probably in, like, financial dire straits. He's got to pay the rent for himself and for Adrian. Um, And so... He needs something to do. He probably, like, lifted boxes at the docks or something. That was his initial job. 
So, like, he had muscles from it. But, like, it's not paying Adrian's bills. So, he needs to become a boxer by night. He works docks by day. He's a boxer by night. Dachshund and box. And, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, um, he finds, like, a coach, and the coach is like, all right, I'll put you in a match. And then Soraki's doing really good, and then it just shows, like, his just a montage of his winning streaks. But then he comes against, I want to say, a Russian guy. Um, yeah. And the Played Russian by. guy just kicks his ass. Played by... Gary Oldman? <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't think you've ever mentioned Gary Oldman in the show before. Where did you pull that from? Who mentioned Gary Oldman recently? Um, uh, I was talking about Harry Potter with some people the other day. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he's a versatile actor. He could play a Russian dude who beats Sylvester Stallone. He definitely could. Um, I'm rethinking what I've said. But at the same time, I can't think of any other actor. <laughs> stick with I'm it. Gonna stick with that, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, he's got to fight Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman just kicks his ass. Like, Rocky doesn't stand a chance. And <clears throat> that was, like, getting towards a championship of whatever fighting league he's in. So... Rocky isn't going to give up because he's got tiger eyes. And so he montage trains by, like, running upstairs um, and fighting meat, tenderizing meat, if you will. He was probably picking up some extra cash, like, just tenderizing that meat for people. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, he does that for an undetermined amount of time. It's probably like a week or something. I feel like one of the ones is like, Oh, Rocky, you only got a week. You got a train, boy. You got a train. Um, so, yeah, there's the montage just takes place over a week. He goes from being very fit to even more fit within a week. Um, so that he can finally put Gary Oldman in his place. Um, and then they fight, and I think the thing with this movie might have been, like, I feel like it had a bad ending, so I might like it, because I feel like even after he did all that training, he didn't win. And, like, it just ends, and he he didn't win his fight. And then that's why they left it open for a sequel. Alrighty. Yeah. Our last movie of the episode. What do you think 2002's Triple X is about? Alright. This is Vin Diesel's... Wait, what, what year did you say? 2002. Vin Diesel's first movie. Uh-huh. Uh, this is how he broke into his acting career. He plays Triple X, a 
guy, an athletic guy with a shaved head who likes riding motorcycles through fire. Um, I'm going to say the plot is that he's a stuntman. So Triple X is a stuntman. He likes living on the edge. And then one day, someone comes up and is like, hey... Um, what about, could you, like, bodyguard work? And he's like, I probably could do that because I flip off of motorcycles all day. That sounds like uh, the next step to my career. So then uh, he goes and he's supposed to be um, a bodyguard for, like, this guy. And then it turns out that the guy's into, like, shady stuff. And so... I mean, that's the only reason you really need a bodyguard if you're into shady stuff. Um, so yeah, the guy is dealing heroin to children. And so then Triple X is like, oh, I didn't sign up to like protect you for that. And then the guy's like, well, then I'm going to kill your girlfriend. And so he kills Triple X's girlfriend. And Triple X needs revenge. So he sets out <clears throat> with his motorcycle to shut down the kitty heroin ring of the guy who murdered his girlfriend. In the end, there's probably, like, a shootout on a train, and there was no reason um, for him really to be, like, buff and muscly. Like, anything that he does, in the movie probably could have been accomplished by anyone with less muscles too because I feel like he relies heavily on motorcycles and guns okay that's my action movie <laughs> ready then with your permission I'd like to end the episode with a new song that I wrote for our late friend Ken Rogers why would you write him a song he's aren't we supposed to hate him don't respect, or, I mean, don't disrespect <laughs> the dead. Don't respect the dead. All right, I'm going to cue the song up. Uh, thanks for listening to this season, folks. It's been a blast. Good times, bad times. We made you laugh. We made you cry. Uh, we never ran one ad on the show, so you can thank us for that. Uh, don't forget to follow, rate, subscribe on all the platforms uh, and we'll see you soon bye
knew you, now you're flying among the stars, flying among the stars.